listening to the New Life at Home podcast with Tim. My guest this week is Mark Maskell, one of our elders at church. Mark chats about some of the abilities and skills that he's developed in the workforce and how he's used those to serve the church. It's an encouragement for all of us to be serving one another with the gifts that God has given us. Mark Maskell, welcome to the New Life at Home podcast for another episode. Thanks, Tim. We're going to chat about serving, uh, using your gifts uh, in the church to serve God's people. Uh, In Romans chapter 12, verse 6 and 7, it says that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. Uh, There's lots of ways that we can be serving and lots of different gifts that God gives his people. And Mark, you're going to chat to us about the gift that sometimes we forget, but is really important and that you only notice when it's not happening, the gift of administration. Yep. Uh, But let's get to know you a little bit better. How long have you lived in Canberra for? Well, uh, it's probably about 50 years. Tim. So I, I, I was born in Forbes in New South Wales and our family moved off the farm there when I was three and uh, moved to Canberra. So I grew up here and except for maybe three years when I spent in Melbourne, I pretty much spent the rest of my life here in Canberra. Wow. 50 years in Canberra. Does that mean you're a local? It's sort of, I think it does mean I'm a local. Yeah. Pretty much does. Yep. Yep. In um in some country areas, in unless you've got a um a grandparent buried in the cemetery, you're not considered a local. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's good. I reckon you're a local. Fifty years in Canberra, that's a long time. Whereabouts in Canberra have you lived over that time? Uh yeah, so I grew up in Belconnen, Higgins, the suburb of Higgins in Belconnen, and then uh, for the last sort of what is it? Probably sixteen years, um, seventeen years since part of new life have been in uh, Nichols. In Gungahlin. Nice, Nichols. I lived in Nichols for a little bit. The year between high school, um, when I finished up in Wagga, and going to uni, yep. I lived with my auntie and uncle and their family in Nichols there, up on Harcourt Hill. Ah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, that's where I was. You're in a slightly different part of Nichols. It's, closer it's to the sort golf of course. Harcourt Hill, but yeah, it's on the other side, the, the, the yeah. younger side. of The younger of side. <laughs> nice, right. I yep. like it. So, Mark, you work, obviously. Uh, You've learnt particular skills in your work. What does a regular work day look like for you? Yeah, so I'm part of an IT company and I look after a bunch of uh, consultants as they sort of do work in client departments. So it's a US company I'm part of. Okay. But I look after all of the consulting resources and um, manage their work. So my work day sort of changes every day. So I'm meeting clients some days. I'm meeting with uh, my staff team, I'm making sure our projects are being delivered well. Mm. Um, so I'm doing invoicing, I'm doing proposals. So it's a variety of things each day. So it looks a little bit different depending mm. what's needed for our clients at the moment. Yep. Do you get to go to the US much? You know, you're saying that it's a US company. Does yep. that mean that they fly you over there a bit and stuff? Yeah, usually I would go probably on two trips a year. Okay, but you have to work when you're there, don't you? You have to work when you're there, yeah, exactly right. But no, obviously no trips in the meantime since March, but in previous (laughs) years we would have sort of gotten there a couple of times a year. Yep. Yeah, has it made it harder for you at work with COVID not being able to connect in the same way with people? Yeah, it's a bit trickier because I like people contact. So our company's decided everyone's got to work 
from home for the moment and you've got to get yeah. special approval to go even visit a client at the moment. But, but I do okay. get to visit a few times during the week. But um, yeah, I don't enjoy it as much because I, <laughs> I like to be in the office connecting with other people like home to be home, office to be office. Yeah. And uh, that's my preference. But um, anyway, I've had, like everybody, we've had to sort of adapt a bit. So yep. I've done my best to try and adapt to that yep. new lifestyle. <laughs> Good on you. Um, what are some of the skills and um, abilities that you've kind of learnt um, either from others or um, just by giving stuff a go uh, yep. in, in your job? Yep. So, well, my, my whole career has been either in working in the public service or working to the public service. So <laughs> okay, so either in it or like doing stuff for the public service. That's right. So, yep. yeah, so it's pretty much <laughs> that whole career is public service. So, I've, I've ha- held a lot of management roles and so I've learnt to work out how to manage people I've worked out different styles of leadership and how you do strategy. But I've also learned a lot about procedures and processes, some that are bad that you don't like to do, but other mm. bits I've learned how good governance actually is a good idea mm. and helps you get on with your job. So I've had lots of variety in terms of that management, strategy, mm. and um, leading lots of different sorts of people, and also delivering different sorts of outcomes in the government. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, administration. Yep. You know, it's something that you think is important, something yeah. that you maybe are even a little bit passionate about. Yep. Administration. What, what's so important about administration? Why are you passionate about it? And, and why, is that, why is it important for churches to, be, yeah. to care about administration, if you like? Yeah. Oh, great question. So I don't know whether I always felt that administration was good. You know, <laughs> sometimes administration can sort of think, wow, that's a bit boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think, I think I really discovered it was really important when I was doing a consultancy for um, employment where we actually visited a whole bunch of Aboriginal communities throughout New South Wales. Mm. And we, we were doing a governance review and we go along to some Aboriginal communities, which are really, there's lots of people not doing the right things. So cheating on the rest of the people. And they were communities where the wider community hadn't engaged with that Aboriginal community. And then we went to other Aboriginal communities, which are really strong. They're going really well. They're developing great services for uh, Indigenous people in that area. And they were ones that were really connected in the rest of the community. But the key thing was they were re- had really good governance and they were doing really, really well. And I think that highlighted to me why governance is good. So what does governance mean in a church sense is, are we supporting the church outcomes? That we show that we can pay our bills on time, that we're making sure our staff are paid on time. All things that our staff and our ministry teams don't want to worry about. We just want to allow them to get on with their job. But if we can do those things well, like paying people properly and on time, sharing with our church family the financial commitments, then, you know, we're helping to facilitate God's work in our community, mm. within our community and outside the community. There's a certain amount of respect then uh, mm. around how we how we sort of engage. Yeah, so there's a there's a gospel focus um, yeah, to I, the administrative work of um, people within in churches using those gifts to serve in that way. Yeah, I think that's really important for gospel. Everything needs to be hooked into gospel ministry and what we're trying to do as an outcome. So you don't want to be just doing admin and process for the sake of it and yeah, just caring like... <laughs> about checking boxes. Yeah, If that's getting in the way of 
ministering to God's word or pastoral ministry, then that's a bad thing. It's okay. actually a servant of. It's yeah. a servant. How do you care? So you know, I think mm. it's important that we we understand that we're part of a church family, and then if we can administer well and serve well, but in a gospel context, then that's that's the way in which we should focus our energy and mm. how to serve well. Mm. Um, not for the sake of, I want to get a process right, or this is the absolute, the, the best way to do it. Mm. That That is, that's a wrong, wrong way of thinking about administration. Mm. It should be always focused on a gospel outcome and yeah. how we're supporting the gospel ministry in our church. Mm. So how have you sought to use your gifts personally, um, mm. investing in um, church and church family? Yeah, so I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose because I've uh, had lots of um, experience with money and the dollars and and knowing what good governance and bad governance looks like, I've sort of tried to do, to serve our church family well in that area. So um, I suppose I've always come to serving a church is about, it's not about what I want. It's about what God needs in the mm. church family. So I think Mandy and I, when we first joined, we sort of said, look, how would you like us to serve? Rather than actually saying, I want to do this or that or the other. Yes, actually, and, like looking at the the church at the particular time and what the needs were yeah. and then what was actually going to be helpful mm. um, to... Yeah, that's to right. Us. Yeah, so like our first job at New Life was actually doing the kids' bit stuff. On Sunday. Now, I don't like doing kids' bit stuff per <laughs> se. I don't think I'm very good at it, but that was the need. And I and Mandy and I were willing to do that. So we did that for a season because that was a gap in the church family. So we were mm. willing to do that. And yeah. and we tried to do our best at it. It was much harder work for us. And, and I'm just always so thankful that there's others who are passionate and have a real gifting in that area. So I think the other bit is that uh, I like I do care about doing things well. So making sure the church family's finances are good in a good order, that we're thinking through those things well. Mm. Um, so I do care about that. Yeah, and I know yeah. some others can't stand it. They're just disorganized or they're really pastorally or preaching minded. So I think I'd prefer those people who've got those strengths to be able to use those and not try to do the admin bit. And I've come to realize I am good at the admin mm. bit, so I'm happy to look after that if that's freeing up others to pastor and preach yeah. and things like that. Not, you know, having to say, we all need to be involved in all of those activities mm. to some extent. But, um, yeah, I don't want to force, say, some of my fellow elders who don't have a strength in admin to force them into doing admin when they'll find it hard and it's going to be much harder work when I find that probably mm. easier. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, there's that picture in 1 Corinthians of the church you know the, the local gathering of god's people as like a body yeah with many parts the body has arms it has legs you know there's toes eyes yeah. ears nose you know there's all, all parts of the one body yeah that need each other to function you know with the head who is christ yeah, yeah. that's right and like the other passage i can't remember exactly where it is but it talks about in the early church where the, there was a bunch of widows who needed being looked after yeah. and the apostles were getting distracted by trying to care for them when they really wanted to go and preach the word. 
that mm. was a great that's a great passage too where they sort of identified a bunch of really wise leaders mm. amongst them to say hey can you yeah. go and look after the administrative bits to make sure the widows are being looked after well and all those sort of things so that we can get on with the gospel work and i often think wow they picked really mature wise mm. people to do that ministry yeah it's not that the apostles didn't care about that stuff no. you know they were doing it but then they were like hang on there's this yeah. There's these other needs that we need to attend to. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to leave those people. And so, yeah, yeah, they equipped others to be able to care for them and Absolutely. Um, to serve in that way. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's, I think it's really important that those who do do admin well in church need to be wise and gospel focused Christians, mm. men and women, who have gospel at the forefront of what we're trying to do, uh, mm. sort of have a good relationship with God have mm. wisdom and are solid in uh, how they approach things and open to, you know, being able to share that well as a burden with the church family. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And are there particular models, other Christians uh, that you can look to or have looked to as an example mm. to you of Christian service? And last week when we were chatting about doing this uh, podcast episode, you mentioned your dad to me and his yeah. example. Yeah, I think so. My dad was always very focused on caring for the minister, particularly, I suppose, okay. in the churches that we, the church that we grew up in. So mm-hmm. he was, he. I think my dad's always been very servant-hearted and mm. wanting to sort of serve and care particularly for the minister, and probably still does as he as he continues to worship. Mm. So I think that was uh, certainly something that's, um, you know, found its way into my life and how I sort of look at things in mm. uh, trying to care and use our my gifts like his gifts. So, you know, we're not, we're not good at everything, but no. he was good at caring and doing the hard work and work, yeah. working hard to sort of help support ministry. Yep. Yeah, cool. Mm. And is when, when do you find it hardest... Um, to be serving and um, to continue offering yourself to loving others and caring yeah. for others and wanting to um, use your gifts to serve the church? Yeah, I think I found it the hardest when you're sort of doing lots of things by yourself and you don't feel you have others helping to support you. And, uh, you know, and for... For me, I suppose things like doing the treasury and the finance has always been really important. And so if there's been no one else around, even though I don't think I'm really good at that, I'm okay, uh, I would have I've taken it on because I know it's important. Mm. So, you know, it's a fantastic blessing. You know, this year AC has come on to do the treasurer's role. We've got Tim Berryman coming on to help with the building extensions. We've got a bunch of people all of a sudden that God's raising up to actually take some lead in things and we're supporting each other in that ministry now. So mm. so sort of being able to spread that load uh, is a fantastic relief for me personally. So yeah. I think it's hard when you're doing things by yourself. It's always yeah. easier when you can do stuff as a team. What tips do you have for anyone who is keen to serve and may be serving in different mm. ways? Um, how can they keep doing that in the mm. long term yeah. and be sacrificial but at the same time not burn themselves out and yeah. not kind of crash? Well, I think it's important to understand you can't do everything and you should try, if you can be within a team, do stuff within a team so someone's actually, you're sharing a load. Yep. So I think even when you do things, like being willing to serve in anything is a good start. 
But it's really important as you do that to try and do that in a team. Because if it's just you and mm. then you're struggling with those sort of things by yourself and you can create a huge burden, uh, not having anyone to reflect on and, and work with and actually maybe share their skills with makes it even harder, the job. So I, I'd really encourage, be willing to serve in anything, yeah. but to try to do that in such a way in which you're with somebody. Mm. And I think um, being really careful about not taking on too much and that sometimes things, you know, do have a natural life. So everything seems important in ministry. So sometimes people feel I can't stop this activity because no one else will do it. So, but sometimes that's what's needed for others to step in and mm. sort of take that on. And I, I know that's happened, you know, in music mm. team and all these other things where at some point we've just said, look, we just can't, there's just too much for us to do. We've got to pull back. And as soon as that's sort of happened, and if that's an important ministry, God's raised up others. Yeah, cool. Thanks so much, Mark, for coming on the podcast for this episode to talk about uh, something that we might not always think about, uh, but is really important uh, in church life. Great. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for listening to this episode of New Life at Home with Mark Maskell chatting about serving podcast will be having a break for the next couple of weeks but I'll be back after the school holidays for another lot of episodes in term four.